Alex. The battle of wits has begun. Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. Anybody want to feel it? Skip to the end of the prince's bride. Welcome back to Cocktail Cinema, folks. Your weekly movie review podcast where we pair movies with craft cocktails. As always, I am your first favorite bartender, third favorite author, Josh Price. And I am joined by my co-host, Greg, and our producer, Shasti. I'm like, well, they want a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, couldn't, I, I almost had to laugh in that intro. <laughs> Well, <laughs> if that little sample didn't give it away, folks, this week we are reviewing 1987's The Princess Bride. This movie was directed by Rob Reiner, king of the 80s and 90s. It's had a budget of $16 million mm-hmm. and a box office return of $30.9 million. Okay. Plus, they're still making money. Yeah, I kind of a cult classic. Yeah, it ha- it definitely has become that, like, and not just a cult classic, but a family cult classic. Mm-hmm. I am surprised it wasn't a bigger hit at the time. Right. Yeah, I am too. I was expecting, I was expecting either of those numbers to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen versus thirty. Sixteen, yeah. I think, makes sense because <clears throat> it. I mean, it's it wasn't up until like the late nineties, early thousands, where where family movies were getting like 70 80 million dollar budgets mm-hmm. but even though they plug Fred Savage right off the bat right <laughs> the beginning the, be- the 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 beginning is is packed we got Peter Falk and Fred yeah, Savage yeah, in the yeah. first scene yeah and they're nameless too Car- yeah <laughs> true yeah yeah wow. and the off-screen the off-screen mom or the mostly off-screen mom yeah um and then Carrie Elway is at, at his height at his most beautiful mhm yep and from there we just continue to hit some of the biggest names in comedy at the time. And, and, and I mean, obviously, Mandy Patinkin and Andre the Giant are the outliers there, but they're still big names in their own right. Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn, yeah. <laughs> Can't stand his voice, but <laughs> he's got his place. Yeah, totally. And it's, you know, as a Sicilian in this movie. Right. <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we dive into the film itself, it, it, confuses me a little bit that this is supposed to be a real world variant because they make so many references to real places like he's Sicilian Mm -hmm. don't start a land war in Asia they're neighboring France like this is the real earth right in Europe somewhere yeah (laughs) and all of this (laughs) it's like just there so I've always wondered where exactly this takes place Neverland well, I'm I'm gonna like the the logical side of my brain is like, oh, that border of France or the uh, border of France and Spain. Yeah, I'd but say. the the nonsense side of me is like, well, they've got those those screaming eels, <laughs> so it's probably the Caspian Sea. <laughs> right, they start thinking about it a little too much. <laughs> yeah, or we do. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we do on this show is we think way too much mm, about probably. simple things. I mean, a so, movie that's been out that many times that everyone's seen. Really <laughs> right, and it's. It's been done. A storybook, yeah. read it, never any story, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's been done. But this movie, for whatever reason, holds high stature among those. Yeah, and I think I think that's because the stars kind of just aligned for this movie. It's the right script with the right director, with the right actors, the right like cinematography and 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 lighting directors. Yeah. Yeah. It just all comes together to the point where even the campy parts of this movie are endearing. Yeah. Like the when they're when they're having the sword fight and they jump off the rock and the ground moves because it's, <laughs> it's foam underneath. Like that's endearing rather than taking you out of right. the movie. Absolutely. Right. It reminds you you're being told a fairy tale. Yeah. 
and I think that's like Carriola's niche. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of ways, Robin yeah. Hood, Men, Men in Tights. You know, it, it, it's kind of coming off of that block too. But he falls in that that snarky, mm-hmm. stupid, punny, whatever you want to call. It. That's that's him. That's like his persona. Yeah, but and still he, kind of somewhat pretty boy. Yeah, you know, like yeah, he he falls comedically in between like Naked Gun, National Lampoon, <laughs> and uh, and like the Holy Grail. Yeah, I was I was gonna bring up Mel Brooks for sure. <laughs> um, but he's still his own character because he was he was beautiful. Yeah, like he was he was a, a very good looking man, a very funny man. So yeah. he was just all over the place, but he never stepped outside his bounds mm-hmm. like even later in his career when he came back and did saw he waited until he was ready for the role so yep. that's that's one of the shining points of this film is he knows his characters yeah i think they all did mm-hmm. um as, as far as um i'm sorry the director i gotta look back uh, rob rainer mm-hmm. <laughs> um they all did a really good job yeah um at, uh, indigo montoya especially is one of my favorite characters of this whole thing his mm-hmm. growth Mm-hmm. And it's pr- very emotional guy. Everybody seemed to be so endearing and, mm-hmm. and so willing to give it their all. Yeah. Even the the princess. Mm-hmm. Um, butter stuff. Butter but, butter, 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 butter. Cop. Cop. Ah. But, Robin Wright. <laughs> I mean, I guess Andre the, Andre, Andre the Andre the Giant did his best. <laughs> Andre the Giant did his best. But I couldn't really understand a word he said except for. What do you want to be? The Dread Power Robin says, "Come for you, Saul." Right. No, and I, I, I still find his performance endearing because yeah. he's playing this lovable, pacifistic oaf mm-hmm. who's only been used as a hammer right. his entire and life. And he does, and he's he's still about you know sportsmanship. Yeah, and, yeah. and like the fair fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's a funny quirk about. And him, at so. the end, where he's grabbing the four white horses, yeah. they make him majestic as hell. Like, <laughs> I got these for us because I thought we need him, including the girl. Hi, girl. <laughs> Hi, princess. So good, so good. I, I don't know what it is about this movie. It's, it's a very pure movie. It, it is, is right. It's very, it is. but very at the same pure. time, it's funny and it's got like those adult jokes in there too. It, mm-hmm. Almost to the point where you, I think you said, it, or maybe I, you said, it, like uh, comparing it to Mel, uh, Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's like Mel Brooks or with the, Monty Python. Yeah, but exactly, yeah. but with with the actual like drama side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this pure side and this wholesome right. side we're talking about the whole and not losing sight of the fairy tale, which Monty Python slips yeah. away from very yeah. quickly. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? And in, in, in a more sp- like actual spoof. Yeah, this is just true. Kind Comedy, yeah, mm-hmm. fairy tale, but it, and, it, and it falls in line in that yeah. same kind same of uh, fairy tale yeah. storybook telling because obviously yeah. it is a storybook. To, it's a storybook. Yeah. It's being read it's, to it's Fred an Savage, adaptation too. Yeah. But it's really cool because they're able to stay in line. Mm-hmm. Every segment is what it is. Yeah, even though you know Fred Savage lends the hand of being like, well, what, what's going on? You know, mm-hmm. you know, the breakup in between, which mm-hmm. I could do without. I mean, just give me the movie, you know? But That's I mean, right. it was cool that they jumped in from grandpa to mm-hmm. son. We're in the movie within 30 seconds. There's yeah. like nothing, no backstory. It's no very nothing. lean. And I it's love that lean. there was no names to the grandpa, um, um, Peter Falk or Fred mm-hmm. Savage. Yeah. Loved it. They just jumped right in, yeah. fantastic. Well, and this this movie does hold a place in cinema history that's that's kind of overlooked where uh, are you, either of you familiar with with the Neil Gaiman movie uh, Stardust? Uh, no. Uh, so it's yes. it's it's uh, no, but yes, <laughs> I know what it is. Sounds familiar, but yeah, I, yeah it's I a, there's a star. Yeah, there's a star gay, that falls yep. out of the sky. There's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> folks. We recorded an episode before this. We're tired, um, but uh, so the spirit of Stardust 
is very much influenced by both this film and that book. And again, it's a Neil Gaiman story. So he takes his personal spin on it. But if you watch those movies back to back, Princess Bride first and then Stardust, it's uh, very apparent where the where the the heart of of this fantasy comes from Uh, i'm going to plug you know one of our previous works uh the same kind of spiritual successor as ginger snaps to jennifer's body where the the essence of the story that's being told was really birthed in this earlier project and it led to an expansion on it so beyond just being a good adaptation and a good pure family film it is this building block for future family films, fantasy stories, and just overall, it, it holds a very special place in film history, I yeah. think. I mean, everybody and their mom has seen this one. It's yeah. like, this is not a movie that's never been watched by anyone. <laughs> you yeah. know? The Prince's Bride. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, you're totally right. I mean, it's, it's one of those that have stood the test of time mm-hmm. and moves well, carries well. Um, characters are awesome mm-hmm. you know for it being a storybook kind of like you said adaptation they're good it, it everybody works with mm-hmm. well with each, within each other there's growth in between enemies and friends mm-hmm. and respect for others and yeah working two sides of the coin and just get going to, towards a common goal yeah and moving forward i guess progress is the name of the game in any of these fantasy films mm-hmm. but oh no, necessarily call it fantasy but family films <laughs> well yeah no, you're, you're right on yeah. both counts you're yeah. right on both counts um and on top of that what pulls it all together is its humor mm-hmm. yeah. this movie's still funny yeah like laugh out loud funny right. 35 years later so if you go back to the early works of like judd apatow not every joke lands oh yeah like number one we've oh, heard yeah. them a lot and number two they just don't work as jokes as well as we initially thought mm-hmm. whereas Every joke here, no matter how many times I've heard it, it still gets at least a chuckle. Right, yeah, like Billy yeah. Crystal coming on the scene. I know. <laughs> I and, was like, and, "Is that really just <laughs> dropping these these dumb one-liners?" Yeah. It's like, oh man, I love well, it. Yeah. It's when Apatow did it a million times over. Anyway, so yeah. it got it got boring. Yeah, so sorry, <laughs> but Apatow started out with like obviously the funniest people and best writers right. in that sense, but mm-hmm. just full on board with that. But there's more like physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. You're talking about with the horses. Mm-hmm. There's more yeah. situational. Mm-hmm. Physical comedy, mm-hmm. yeah, than just like the you know fight with I mean? Andre the, the Giant, the dick and yeah. fart Physic. jokes that you yeah. get, which I love. I'm not saying <laughs> anything about about Saint Apatow at all. I'm just saying it's no, you're right. High regards for yeah. Sure. yeah well, the, the, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to talk. You, you brought up fight scenes, so mm-hmm. like the one fight scene between um, Wesley and uh, Indigo Montoya. Oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. where they're both like they think they're both the best yeah. swordsmen ever. So oh, I ha, ha, laugh at you. I'm fighting with my left hand. You know I'm a righty. And like, ha, ha, I'm a righty too. And I don't know, that that sequence was pretty awesome, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of. And the respect. Yeah. The respect that was given. Yeah. You know, I understand it's a family film, so you're not going to cut his throat off, but. Right. Just backs him on the head. The scene leading he ends up, up come to back. it, mm-hmm. right. climbing up the mountain. Yes. Yeah. And then that, the left yeah. hand versus left hand. Yeah. It's, I think, the best character. Like, yeah. For, for, yeah. For dudes who are going to be homies for yeah. the rest of the movie, that's Agreed. the best introduction. Yeah, absolutely. And it took him, they built trust right off the bat. Right off like, the bat. Yeah. He's, he's trust falling. Falling off the cliff. <laughs> like, hey, I swear on my I father's life. <laughs> Throw the rope. Throw the rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm struck. <laughs> I don't care about yeah, that. And, and he even gets some time to take his shoes mm-hmm. off and so good. gather his thoughts. You know? So good. Well, then I immediately after that, the fight with uh, with Fezzig. Yeah. Is that is this that physical comedy on top of of these yeah. the, the verbal comedy that's happening at the same time? Yeah. It's like, 
are you sure a, a hand-to-hand fight is would be fair? It doesn't seem like it's fair. He's like, <laughs> he throws a rock. I can't it. help it that I'm this big. I don't even exercise. <laughs> and then immediately he gives he gives Dread Pirate Roberts the chance to like fight him, and he runs into him like three times, yeah. doesn't budge. Mm-hmm. But then he out he outsmarts both of these fighters, and then ultimately outsmarts Vizini. Vizini. Um, and that's his real strength. That's why he was chosen as the next Dread, Dread Pirate Roberts in the first place. Is he's he's able to outthink any circumstance, mm-hmm. and that's subtly called back to twice at the end of the movie. The yeah. first time is when he 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 plays on the prince's fears, and he stands up out of the bed, and the audience is like, I don't know how long he's going to be able to hold himself yeah. up, but he plants that doubt because he knows he can outthink cerebral assassin. And the other time is is he's looking ahead, and uh, and Inigo Montoya is like. There's not a lot of money in the revenge business. I don't know what I'm going to do now that I've gotten mine. It's like, well, you'd make a great Dread Pirate Robert. He's already thinking about yeah. how to get out of the game. Yeah. 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 The movie moves and it moves you. There's not a whole. I mean, I'd love to sit and shoot the shit about this whole yeah. movie, but I mean, it's 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 very it really is. front fr- front yeah. forward. There's not a whole lot of bone bones and mm-hmm. structure to it. It's just one of those great American films. It's one of those ones where it's hard. If we, we try to step away from just talking about our favorite parts of them. Yeah. yeah. That'd be the right. most boring review. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's so pure and wholesome that it's impossible yeah. not to do. <laughs> well, and, and, and drawing back to uh, probably my favorite part of the ending there's there's Peter Falk, you know, he's he's reading the tail end of the of the story to his grandson and he's like, "Well, I'm okay with the kissing parts." And the line that is in the book is there are four kisses that are considered the most passionate kisses of all time. This kiss blew them all away. Mm-hmm. Well, what you have in your glass in front of you, I tricked hey, you. I tricked you. you. Is the fifth most passionate kiss. The fifth kiss. <laughs> The fifth most fifth most passionate kiss. So that was yeah. smooth, bro. You, you got a hug right there. I know it's coming. Good. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I I could I could match wits with Vizzini. I'm sure. I'm sure. Of it. <laughs> you have a better <laughs> voice. Uh, you have an ounce of passion fruit alizé. Okay. Half an ounce Ooh, of alizé. creme de peche or creme de peach. <laughs> quarter ounce of triple sec. Quarter ounce of liquor forty three. Two dashes of grapefruit bitters. And two ounces of Snoop Dogg Rosé. No way. So Snoop Dogg Rosé and what kind of Elise? <laughs> Passion, Passion fruit. fruit. Passion fruit. I like it. Yeah. I thought I heard Elise when you guys were mixing them up. I was like, there's no way I heard <laughs> that. Not that right. regular one. I was, just, mm. I was doing the same. Mmm. It's very. Um, oh wow. It's very citrus, like, but not in the modern sense of citrus. Right. Wow. You know, I don't usually do this, mm-hmm. but I think um, like a, a basil leaf. Would even this thing out just yes, bad. like yeah, just some herbage. I could take it. A little herbage, yeah, just to settle out the sweetness. Definitely, uh, definitely a little bit of basil would have been would have been mm. glorious. That's but good though. It definitely stands on its own. I I like that it's, it's deep and that's got a lot of depth. Yeah, it, it, it's kiss. it's a very uh, round flavor. It's it's very full, and uh, when you think citrus, you tend to think like over tart or over sweet. But mm-hmm. this is more like actually fruity, right? And I, I I appreciate that about the Alize. It's it's not like syrup sweet. Actual fruity. Yeah. Mm. That's actually fruity. So there we are. Like juice. We instead. did it, boys. Uh, a movie that has basically no true. alcohol in it. <laughs> we found a way to make a drink. <laughs>
I have high hopes for our uh, our goofy movie. Hey, we made eventually. a we made a show about it. <laughs> this is true. That was <laughs> smooth. That was smooth. We're professional. <laughs> uh, well, first favorite bartender and third favorite author. I know how to weave them things together. <laughs> Now, this transition is going to be much less subtle Oh, going back into the movie, now that we've wet our whistles. Um, I know this is the, the point of contention between, between us, and it's not like we're, we're, we fight with each other about it. I just think this film, for what it is, is perfect. And beyond that, it may be, in my opinion, one of the only perfect movies ever made. I'm not saying it's, it's like a 100 out of 100 kind of perfect, yeah. but... It it tells a beautiful story. It has so many laughs per minute. Um, even in the action scenes, it's got a phenomenal cast. It is directed by one of the greats of its time. And it's an adaptation on top of all that. So you pile all that together. If one of those things didn't work, right. this movie flops. Right. And to and, add on to what you're saying, mm-hmm. um, it has... All of those stylistic forms of of movies that we like mm-hmm. to watch too: action, yeah. romance, um, mm-hmm. growth, yeah. greed, um, love. I guess love yeah. interest already, but I mean it, it hits all those, mm-hmm. checks all those boxes as far as what what a movie should be as far yeah, as well rounded flavors. Yeah, well rounded movie altogether. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I wouldn't call it contention. I don't know if I'd say well what I, you said. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know that like because you have I you and I have had this conversation where it's like. You don't believe there will ever be a perfect movie, and waiting. I think this is one of very few, if okay. the only one. That'd be pretty close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think this is it's perfect. easy when you're reading off it's a perfect. book. Well, yeah, but it's, well, not always. True. I know not you're right. Yeah, I know. Like most, as soon as it came out, I'm like, oh. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is beautiful, and it it was a little extra special for me as well because this was the first time uh, my son had seen it. I actually watched it with my son too. Yeah, so <laughs> it, was, it was very special. Where I I was able to think back, like we, I watched it a second time by myself, yeah. so that I could you know get of out course. of my feelings. <laughs> but while I was watching it with Vinny, it Do was. Do you want a peanut? <laughs> he was. Do you want a peanut? <laughs> he actually watched it. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's very young. Yeah. And he was, but he was actually paying attention, yeah. and he put his toys down at one point. And I'm just thinking back to all the times that I watched it with my own father. Yeah. And I was very much attached to. That Peter Falk character, where it's like, I read this to your dad. Yeah. Now I'm gonna read right. it to you, and it was it was a very. Uh, I don't have very many like family moments mm-hmm. in my life, and that was a beautiful one. Right. So I have to thank Rob Reiner that's for that. Off, yeah. That's off. That's off for sure, for sure. Yeah. It was, and then, uh, even though the, a lot of the, the movie was a lot of dialogue, it wasn't necessarily overdone. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, my four year old could keep up a yeah. little bit, not on everything, mm-hmm. but on those certain aspects. You know what I mean? He knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, your your son's three, you yeah. Know? So it's like it's not like it, you don't lose anything yeah. from being thirty five to mm-hmm. four years old. You know what I mean? It it only gets better, just like yeah, just like the story of life and yeah, strife. You know. Well, and and some like we we stress the craft so much on this show. Yeah. That for this project in particular, I think it's important to recognize the emotionality mm. of film and keeping it simple. Yeah, because we, we we watch these films that are that are you know they're all action mm-hmm. or they're all drama, and there's emotionality to that. Right. But this particular movie Absolutely. is all about how you feel, and that makes some of the lower budget decisions they had to make very forgivable, and like I said, endearing. 
So it, it doesn't have to be an over the top half a billion dollar movie right. like you know an Avengers film to get you. Yeah, if it all comes together, yeah, it all comes together, and it 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 almost adds to the the suspension of disbelief because you know you're experiencing a fairy tale, and isn't that what we're trying to do as as filmmakers is we're trying to get you to a point of suspending your disbelief right. and forgetting that you're staring at a screen. Right. And this this did it for me for yeah. the first time in a very long Good. time. Good. Yeah. Just, that's that's why we do it. That's why we watch film, right? That's why we yeah. we love art. You mm -hmm. know, just to launch ourselves in the place of yeah being a, it's the, nice the human condition. Yeah. You know what I mean? The just, human condition. Mm -hmm. You know, dude. It's it's a feel good movie for yep. for that reason because it's so relatable. Yep. Yeah. I was gonna say pretty much the same thing. On so. every. Sorry, I tried to. I tried to cut you <laughs> off. No, 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 <laughs> no, I guess we're all in the feels on this one. And yeah. my favorite part too is like when we review movies, it's hard. Like you know, even when like actors are interviewed about the film, mm. they say their character name. It's hard mm. not to say right. Fred Savage. Yeah, but. <laughs> You know, him and his grandpa were, were unnamed. Yeah, unnamed, yeah. Un they were Which I think was awesome, too, because yeah. that would take and, away from the story. And they're the suburbs of Chicago, it would, it for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. For, for sure. sure. Yeah, we're in that, that Bears jersey. The, in the, the, the uh, fridge, yeah. like William the, Perry yeah. in the background. Yeah. I was like, yes. That was always good, too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fred, stop being a little dick. You know? like, <laughs> got the bear shot. Yeah. All right, all right. All right. All right. And then he walks out, take a nap, We had a Fred. tough year. Yeah. We had a tough year. <laughs> year. 1987 was... Peter Falk. Man, I love that guy. Good old Columbo. Good old Columbo. No, I I really don't have that much else to say. Yeah. It, it's just a like you said it's a feel good movie and I haven't felt good in a long time. <laughs> I don't know if anybody <laughs> noticed. <laughs> but 2020 onward to this point has just been a dumpster fire. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people can feel the same I way. I can definitely as you. relate. Mm -hmm. I can sure. relate too. <laughs> and you know what? I did have a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't think I realized how much fun I had watching this movie yeah. and right. reviewing it with you guys, but yeah. Well, the the last time I can I can really remember having this kind of fun was when you know we reviewed Dave, mm. but even that was kind of tainted by the world around it because right. it was so exactly. referential. Yeah. This take took takes you out of it, and it just gives you a safe place. Yep. And it reminds me that yep. you know, like J.R.R. Tolkien, he was asked, he's like, "Don't do your works reference the real world? Are they allegories?" It's like, no, I write fantasy stories right. because. I want to give people a safe place in their minds right. to go live their lives. Yeah, commendable. I mean, I think we need all of that. Mm -hmm. We need as much art mm -hmm. that we can swallow. I mean, it's our, it's our muse for life. I mean, yeah. you know, but yeah. what any way you take it, music, uh, written word, mm -hmm. but put it on a big screen, small screen, hanging up in the art museums. I mean, whatever yeah. way you want to take it, mm -hmm. that's this is what that movie kind of reminds me of. It's just yes. like take it. Take it slow, mm -hmm. take it simple, live simply so others can simply live. That, that yeah. whole, that whole, yeah, yeah. you know, cliche kind of statement, you know, mm -hmm. it's just, it brings you back to being a kid again. Totally, totally. And, and, and maybe that's what I'm feeling is, 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 is that reminiscence of childhood. Evanescence? Evanescence. Oh. That's right. No, that's, that, that's, uh, that's, that's my uh, teenage rebellion years. There you go. Um, no, that just remembering what it was like to be young and fascinated. Mm-hmm. And the hats off to to this movie for lasting this long yep. and giving three, four generations of yep. people Agreed. that moment. But it's time for the dreaded moment where we get to find out what the critics thought of this movie. So we're gonna hop on hop on over to uh, Soggy Strawberries. <laughs> 
and see what the see what the uh, critic score is. We've Holy got, uh, shit! How many root beers? Oh they my own? god! A wow. 97 score from critics wow. and a 94 audience score. Okay. Pretty dang unanimous if you ask me. Holy crap! All right. This went the opposite direction I thought it was going to, uh, which is why I'm glad that Greg <laughs> get to go first. They overpour or underpour this this movie. Uh, I hate to say it, uh, they overpour this movie. It's a fantastic film. I don't think it deserves that 97 mark um, by any means. It's a great movie, great flick. There's just I talk 90s. We're talking the yeah. best films ever created. I'm gonna give this movie an 82. Okay. It's a fantastic movie. Everyone should see it. It's yeah. just not on that level to me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Shasti? I I normally love a heavy pour. I say slightly slightly over pour. I give I give Princess Bride a ninety for sure. Well, mm-hmm. for sure a ninety. Nice. I think it's a perfect perfect fairy tale movie for every reason I mentioned before. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's. It's hard to to put your childhood movies aside too. Yeah, you know, right. there's, there's obviously yeah. that's that's into play for everybody here. Whatever. Absolutely. Pass, pass it to Absolutely. Um, I think I'm oh, 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 oh. pretty close to Shasti. It's it's an overpour. Yeah. Okay. But you know, okay. it's just a little bit of an overpour. So I'm gonna give this a 91. Cool. It just squeaks into my top 100 films of all time. It's there, mm-hmm. but barely. Gotcha. And it's it's at that spot where it still could be knocked out of that list, but. <laughs> As it stands today, 91. Sure. Audience, hop down into the comments. Let yep. us know, was this an overpour or an underpour? Did we underpour this movie? Did the critics overpour it? Are we drunk? <laughs> no. Or You'll a, never it's, know. It's a family film. It's a... <laughs> Don't meet my family in the holidays. Maybelline kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> we always love to hear from you. Uh... If you'd like to get more involved, you can always hop on over to our Patreon. Uh, but that said, my pumpkin time is coming up. It's been a long evening, but I have loved every second of it. Absolutely. We love seeing you guys. There's my mark. There's my mark. Comment, comment, comment. We got to say goodbye. Skip to the end.